Everything I've been through makes me better than the last me. All up in fifth was spreading this truth of compassion. And whenever they ask him, I be, I be, I be praising. You just heard Praisin from the album The Intro by Denise LaShawn. Go check out Denise LaShawn's music on Spotify or any other music site. Hi, my name is Margaret, and you have ventured your way into the beautiful Collision podcast. I believe when the good and amazing, great parts of your life collide with the bad, messy, and hard parts of your life, they make you into the beautiful and amazing person that you are. On this podcast, you're going to hear stories of people from all walks of life. And my hope is that you resonate with some and embrace your own story. Yes. Okay, everyone. Welcome back to the Beautiful Collision Podcast. And um, today my guest is Lachelle. Lachelle, say hey. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, I'm so excited to have Lachelle because I have a lot of questions to ask Lachelle and pick her brain about. Um, but first, Lachelle, introduce yourself. Tell people where you're from, what you do, all those things. So, my name is Lachelle Robotham. Um, I am originally from Colleen, Texas. Uh, I've been living in Memphis for the past five years and just moved back to Dallas about a month ago. (laughs) (laughs) I am a freelance graphic designer and photographer. Mm -hmm. Um, And the name of my company is Lachelle Robotham. Yes, and it's awesome. So, you should follow her on Instagram, by the way. And I will put that in the show notes afterwards. But, okay, so you're from Colleen. What brought you to Memphis, and then have you always done graphic design? Like, how did all of that start? Yeah, so, well, I guess my quick life story. I was actually born in Dallas, grew up in Killeen, Uh which is a military town, went to school at the University of Houston, and then (laughs) Go Kings, I'm from Houston. (laughs) After I graduated, I decided to move to Memphis to do a program called Downline Ministries, which is a nine-month like discipleship program Mm -hmm. um we go through the bible we do different um community service Mm -hmm. uh, and we have to kind of teach what we're learning back to someone else uh and so that was nine months lived with um a house full of other girls and at the end of that i thought that i was going to move back to texas Uh because that's what i'm supposed to do as a texan (laughs) and uh but i completely fell in love with memphis and i decided to stay and i ended up staying for another four years Mm -hmm. so a total of five years that i spent in memphis okay um and memphis is a great city yeah i love it so much um and then just recently i moved back to dallas Mm -hmm. um to be closer to my family. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go backtrack through that little storyline. Okay. So <laughs> you went to University of Houston. What was your major? I actually majored in architecture. Architecture. Okay, that's awesome. And you didn't want to do anything with architecture? So, <laughs> yes and no. Okay. Um, towards the end of my degree, it's a five-year degree. Yeah. Um, and so towards the end of that, I kind of felt like I didn't really want to go into that field. Yeah. For different reasons. Um but I still tried. Yeah. Um, when I moved to Memphis, I met a lot of people that 
were able to give me a lot of connections and kind of get my foot in the door at different architecture firms and things like that. But <clears throat> I, they were, when I graduated, mm -hmm. um, the economy still wasn't that great. Yeah. Um, the economy was bad when I went into college. And <laughs> <laughs> it was I bad out, when you left. I got out, it was a little bit better, but still not all the way there. And I think that being in Memphis, which isn't, you know, like this mm -hmm. huge place where they're just building all these different things. Mm -hmm. Now now they are a little bit more, but um, there just weren't a lot of opportunities available when I first got there. Yeah. <clears throat> and so... That's what made you choose Downline? No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. So right before I graduated college, I heard about Downline. Okay. And I was like, wow, that sounds like something I would like to do. Mm -hmm. And so I applied and I got in. I was like, great. <laughs> I got <laughs> nothing to do when I graduate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> And so when I got to Memphis, Downline helped me find a job. Uh, and, but afterwards, I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I have a degree. I'm going to apply for jobs. And I got a lot of, you know, interviews and meetings with people, but nothing just really came, yeah. came about. And so during that time, I started getting asked to do a lot of graphic design for people. Mm -hmm. People were just like, hey, do you know how to do this? Or there was a specific nonprofit in Memphis that was hiring a graphic design intern. Yeah. And when I read the description, I was like, oh, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> and so I applied and I got it. Yeah. And so I was like, this is cool. I like this. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of how it, how it got started from there. But yeah. when I look back at my time in architecture school, I mean, architecture involves a lot of graphic design. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Are there a lot of transferable skills mm -hmm. from architecture to graphic design? Yeah, a lot. A whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so tell me a little bit about um, your that year or two in Downline. Yes. Yes. Okay. So what I want to know about that, because people probably don't really know like the ins and outs of that. Like what, how... Kind of what did you learn in that sphere? Um, moving to Memphis, leaving Houston, that was probably a big change. I don't know if moving for you is a big change, but moving <laughs> for me is a big change. So what was that transition like going into that, like building a whole new community, that kind of thing? Yeah, so um, moving to Memphis was, at first it was scary. Yeah. Just because I'm like moving to a new city. Mm -hmm. I don't have any family there. I knew a couple people. <laughs> um, and so that gave me some sort mm -hmm. of peace, but really... It was maybe like two people. Yeah. Um, and so I'm moving into a house with four other girls that I don't know. Um, and it was just interesting. Yeah. It was just very interesting. Um, but it was, I was fortunate to be, to be moving to Memphis to be a part of this program because it was kind of like you had built-in friends uh -huh. because everybody that's there for the most part is from another state. Okay. And so we all don't know what, what to do. We're all, <laughs> we all don't have friends. <laughs> um, and so it was, so that was just really helpful yeah. um, to like have that. And Memphis is a place where, from what I see, a lot of people um, work together. Yeah. So you see a lot of different like ministries and churches and nonprofits and different organizations yeah. that um, just like come together to, mm -hmm. to accomplish certain missions. And so Downline put us in position to meet a lot of those people yeah. and to get plugged in. So I, it was actually very easy for mm -hmm. me to build community in Memphis because of that. And yeah. So I'm grateful yeah. that I had that experience and that Memphis... Um, a lot of those people are like my closest friends. Now, yeah. So. Oh, miss them. 
I do. <laughs> I do. Rose, if you're listening, I <laughs> Well, you can tell him to listen. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so after Downline, you got this graphic design job, right? Yes. Yes, okay. Tell me about that. Like, tell me about transitioning to that. What are some things you've learned and how you've grown in that arena? Because I feel like that's a big... Um, I feel like there's a lot of people that like want to do that or mm-hmm. are in that arena. Um, so like, how do you breaking into that market, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So what? One thing that I learned during the time, like at, after downline, when I was um, starting to look for jobs, mm-hmm. and and I still do this today, is to just ask. <laughs> okay. What do you mean by that? So getting my start in graphic design uh, while I was in Memphis. So there was that. Um, nonprofit that I applied for the internship, okay. and so that was great. Um, but after downline, that that ended, mm-hmm. um, and so I went through this season of like, you know, like fear and low key like depression, where I was like, I need a job. Like, yeah. and it was like, I guess I don't know if it's like self righteous or just like, hey, like I have a degree, I have all these loans, I should have a job. Yeah, like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I get you know, that. I'm a grown up. <laughs> so it was just hard to like get all these no's from these architecture firms that didn't work out. But also during downline, I was working at an elementary school in Memphis. Okay. And at one point, um, the director of the school asked me, hey, can you look at our website and see if you can like... Do something with it? Do something. <laughs> and, I, and I knew nothing about websites. Okay. But I said, Okay. And so I was looking on the website, and I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I yeah. don't even know how to, what? <laughs> and so um, during that time, um, I was looking at the website, and as, you know, if you scroll to the bottom of a website, most of the time you can see the name of who created or designed the website. And there, I saw the name of the company that designed this specific website, and I was like, cool. And so I just started to do research on that company, uh-huh. and I actually ended up reaching out to them to ask for a job because I was like, I have nothing to lose, you know? Yeah. Um, and so crazy. That's so crazy. It is. And that's not, I, I don't feel like that's really my personality, uh-huh. but I guess I was desperate. And <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to ask anybody and everybody. So I reached out to this specific company, sent an email to the, I guess he was the, C, the CEO. Mm-hmm. And turns out that he was actually in downline the same years I was. So Downline has two, no way. two parts to it. There's the emerging leaders part, which is like young adults, like recent college graduates. We live in houses together. We have, you know, other commitments. And then the Downline Institute is like people who are like established. You maybe have a family and kids mm-hmm. and you only have to come to class like twice a week versus the emerging leaders. We go to class like three or four times a week. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was in the Downline Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was just a cool connection. Yeah. And so we had a phone call and he was like, yeah, I, I, I saw some of the stuff you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you're good. You know, yeah. he wasn't like, you're great. But he was like, you have some type of stuff. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, he was just like, just let me know how much money you need to make. And we can, we can figure out something That's for awesome. you to do. <laughs> you know, was like, we've never done internships before, but we can figure out something for you to do. And yeah. I was like, Wow. Wow. Okay. And so that was kind of my mm-hmm. footy in kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was also a web design internship. So I learned a lot there. And then after that. Um, so did they teach you a lot or did you have some skills you had to kind of like learn on your own before coming in? Kind of both. Okay. But they did take a lot of time to um, 
teach me okay um different design just design in general but also mainly like web design yeah yeah i got to meet some pretty established designers while i was there yeah so that was really really cool um but that was only for the summer yeah and so that started to come to an end didn't know what i was going to do was still going on job interviews here and there um and i got a text message from one of my good friends and she said hey the company i work for is looking for a recruiter and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like recruiting just like for the... For the company. So okay. the organization is called the Memphis Teacher Residency. Okay. And so they recruit teachers. Oh, okay. They recruit, recruit people to come be teachers in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that's not really like your person personality at all. No. <laughs> I was like, I have to talk to people. <laughs> I don't really do talking. <laughs> Even though she's on the podcast. <laughs> And so, so yeah, so uh, long story short, so she said that, and I was like, again, I was like, I have nothing to lose. Either I go on this interview for this recruiting position, and if I get it, cool, mm-hmm. and if I don't, I'll be working at this elementary school again, uh, which was fine, but it was it just wasn't what I wanted to do. Like, right. I, was, I was like a teacher's assistant. Yeah. Um, so most of my day was like taking kids to the bathroom, sharpening pictures. <laughs> and it was like, there were a lot of joys there. I loved working with yeah. people that were there. But at the same time, I was like, man, I, I just feel like there's so much more I could be doing. Yeah. And so I went on the interview for the recruiter position. Turns out it was a recruiter slash graphic design position. And I was like, so you didn't oh, know that going in at all? I had no idea. That's crazy. So I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, so I ended up getting that position um, and starting to work at uh, MTR. And I worked there for about three years. So graphic design entails, so you did their website stuff? No. Like for for this company, for MTR. So like what exactly was your day-to-day job? So website and branding and stuff like that or not really? Yeah, so I did, uh, it started off with just general graphic design. I did some work with branding, um, one of their like outside initiatives. Yeah. Like they have a, a summer camp that they do. Um, I didn't do any type of website work for them until my last year there when they were like developing a new mm-hmm. website. And so I got to play a role in that and designing a lot of the graphics for the website. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just different branding, day-to-day flyers, brochures, um, just all things graphic for yeah. this company, as well as recruiting. So I would travel a lot, yeah. go to different universities, and try to tell people to come to Memphis. <laughs> yeah, and you love Memphis, so you're probably a good salesperson for it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so then you started a business, side hustle business-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell me about... First of all, the fears associated with that, because so on this podcast, we've actually had a couple of people that have started businesses in like different arenas. So um, like we had a, a girl that started a fitness business, all these different things. Um, and then obviously I've started this podcast and all these different things. And so I want to hear kind of about the initial, like what made you think about starting a business? Fears associated with that, because I'm sure there are a lot of those and I'm sure a lot of people have them in thinking about that. So Get me from the beginning. Okay, so yes. I think it was maybe a year and a half into Uh my job. Okay. So it was me and one of my really good friends. Um, Her name is Bethany. Uh Uh-huh. And 
we had both been kind of doing graphic design on the side. Like once people kind of know that you can do it, they'll ask, "Hey, can you design this invitation for my birthday or something like that?" Yeah. So we were both kind of like doing random, random stuff here. One offs, yeah. And so just I think it was just one day we were in my room and we were like, we should just do something. And so we just made a website and some business cards and people actually started catching on. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, we have work to do. <laughs> <laughs> and so our company name was L and B creative. Uh-huh. Lachelle and Bethany. Yeah. Um, and so creative. <laughs> 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 it was. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so we did that, I guess for about maybe another year and a half. And, um, so we had a good amount of clients yeah. in there. Um, we didn't really charge much because we both had full-time jobs. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we don't really need to charge people an arm and a leg because this isn't our main source of income. Right. Uh, and so it was nice because we were able to offer like good stuff right. for, you know, more affordable prices. for Yeah. People. Um, and towards the end of my time at my job, even though I didn't know it was about to be the end, but... There was just a lot of things that I was, like, wrestling with. Yeah. And one thing that just kept, like, coming up was, like, this desire to own my own, to, like, do my own thing. Yeah. And to just see where it could go. Right. And, but that's not something that I would have ever thought that I would do. Yeah. Um, and so, in fact, that's, like, something I would always say. Like, I don't, like, when people would be like, oh, I own my own business, I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> exactly. That's too hard. Like, I could just go to work, get a check, and go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was so much easier. I get that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, what? That's fine. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, this this desire kept coming up. Mm-hmm. And so, even though it was kind of, like, a crazy thing to yeah. do, um, I was still very, like, I guess, like, meticulous about, like, planning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I had, I built up my savings account, you know, all those things that it's like, okay, I need to prepare myself Mm -hmm. just in case it doesn't work out. And I told myself, I'm going to give myself a year. And if I'm broke by the end of that year, I'm going to start looking for jobs. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, that was pretty much it leading up to it. Yeah. Um, Did y'all do a natural, like, was it a conversation that needed to be had or were both of y'all already going in separate directions? Like splitting wise yeah we were definitely going in separate directions okay already Um, so it wasn't too harsh of a yeah okay like career wise um she was more into like the digital like analytics type thing and she ended up getting a really good job in that sweet her time to that and so it was like all right but but graphic design is what i want to do and so even now like we still i'll still ask her for feedback yeah think about this um, so you know, it was it's still a good like partnership, even though um, it's it's my thing now. Yeah, so it's my baby now. Yeah, um, and yeah, yeah. So I have a question about that too. So actually, if you didn't know, so when I first started this podcast, I did it with a friend as well, mm-hmm. and so I had um, like we were. I did a lot of the interviews, and every now and then she would pop in, but she did a lot of like she helped a lot with the social media aspect of it, um, and then she met an awesome guy. And was getting married and life got busy and all this other stuff. So she, like, it was the same thing, like a good split. Like, she was like, hey, I'm going to completely kind of weed off of this. Which was awesome. But then I found myself alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the interview part, I, you know, I really love. But definitely, like, the marketing myself and, like, the whole social media era was a lot. Yeah. And it's still a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think initially starting these things alone or, like, going into it alone was 
very scary for me. And I think the hardest struggle for me was, or has been, is like consistency um, and like how to market myself. So I'm curious for you doing this thing alone, like what have been the hardest struggles, if any, I'm sure you have some. Um, I think, I think the biggest thing for me, um, especially when it comes to social media is just like comparison. Yeah. Like I think that there are so many things that a lot of us are capable of, but as soon as we see other people doing stuff like that, we think is better than us. Yes. We're just like, well, I should just pack it up. And <laughs> I try. Pack up. I just start following them and follow their journey and yeah, <laughs> yeah. pursue my own. And so, um. Yeah, so that's something that I know I have to be very careful with. But in the beginning, it was just like, I'm not that good. <laughs> Why did yeah. I do this? You know, like, um, and so having, even not having a business partner, I feel like it's important to still have people around you that can tell you that you're doing great. Yeah. And not lying. Yeah. You know, they, they actually believe that you're doing great. <laughs> and I believe that you're doing great, Lachelle. That's why you're here. <laughs> It's like, yeah, girl, you're great when you're not. But <laughs> people that will tell you the truth. Um, yeah. But, and also just build you up. Um, so, yeah, comparison is hard. Um, I think, what else has been hard? Um, yeah, I think just the idea of figuring things out. It's yeah. like you just don't have that person that you're like, hey, can you do this and I'll do this? It's like, I got to do this and this and this. And this, and this. <laughs> yeah. And there may be things that you could, like, ask people for help with, but... You know, for the most part, it's it's your thing. Yeah. Um, finances. Yeah. Um, can be scary sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a full time job for you, so this is not a full time job for me <laughs> as of right now. So it's probably a lot more scary for you than for me, but still. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else is scary? Um, yeah, I think just the idea of like a lot of time you're just doing everything by yourself. You're making phone calls by yourself yeah or setting up meetings by yourself yeah um yeah yeah i like the comparison thing that you hit on because i think that is like especially in our like millennial culture mm-hmm. like everyone has like a passion project and goal now right and so yeah. like everyone's doing all the creative things mm-hmm. these days and everyone's like i want to be a creative which is great um and i feel like i've had to learn that like everyone like they're can be multiple people doing the same thing mm-hmm. and it's okay because most of the time you're hitting different markets anyways mm-hmm. different groups of people but I remember initially when I started and I would I started because I love podcasts but then when I started my own podcast I was listening to podcasts I was like dang mm-hmm. you know they interview better than I do they do this better than I do so I'm just gonna like not <laughs> do this anymore <laughs> and I actually went through a two-month season of like not recording yeah because it was just really hard and it was I was like I don't know if this is ever going to be a thing mm-hmm. and I had to just really be like okay what if like three people listen to my podcast am I okay with that like what success to me right. um and actually I want to ask you that like what would you say is the ultimate success for you maybe I don't know if you've thought about that when it comes to your business because I think at a certain point um there is this area of like okay how big am I going to be or like, if I'm not this big, should I still do it? You know, all this other stuff. And for me, I had to, like, define success for myself. Mm-hmm. And it really came down to, you know, if two or three people are encouraged by this, is that enough? Am I going to keep doing it? Um, and I figured it's enough for me. So yeah. kind of what, how would you define success for yourself in that arena? I mean, I know it's a li- it's a job for you. So you, have to, <laughs> you have to make money at a certain point. But Yeah, I think 
like I think success, um, like big picture. Yeah. My ultimate goal when I feel like I'm successful. Yeah. Um, I think is when this company, this dream that I'm creating becomes generational. Yeah. I think that's my my big goal. Okay. Um, to have like something that can be handed down, mm-hmm. um, whether it's you know to my nephews and my niece, or um, or to even you know another part of my family, or yeah. if, I, if I end up having kids, you know things like that. Yeah. I, that I think that's something that I I really think about a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like how can I continue to like pursue this and grow it one day to where it's like a legit thing. That, mm-hmm. Um, can provide stability for my family. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But then also just, I think, success in general is just, I don't know, doing something that I can be proud of. Yeah. Like, if I'm proud of what I'm posting, if I'm proud of what I'm designing, mm-hmm. like, I feel successful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's really good. So, so far in your, like, business, um, I've... Follow you on Instagram, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I see all your pictures and things. What are like? What are some cool opportunities or avenues or people that you've gotten to meet through what you're doing so far? And then, can you explain what your business does specifically, mm-hmm. so people who might want to use you, yeah, that are listening? Yeah. So I know. I guess so far we've only I've only been talking about graphic design, but photography is also another part mm-hmm. of my business and that's kind of still a new thing. Uh-huh. Um like you were saying like listening to podcasts and feeling like, "Oh, I should stop." It was the same thing with me for photography because uh-huh. it was like, "Oh, I like this. I'm going to buy a camera." And I bought this camera and I was like, I took like two pictures and I was like, "Ooh, that's trash." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I should put this down and never pick it back up. And and I did that for a while until one of my friends was like, you going to take pictures of me? And she asked me like 10 times. I swear. <laughs> and every time I said no, and finally I said yes. And then I took pictures of her. And a lot of people really liked them. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And so that was kind of my reintroduction into photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and so graphic design and photography. Um and now I'm forgetting what your question was. Okay, so for, okay, <laughs> I asked like four questions at once, so I tend to do that a lot. I'm sorry. Okay, so first, your your company does graphic design, photography, also branding. Yes. Okay. Yes. So make and, logos for people. And stuff. Yeah. And okay. Web, web design. And web design. Okay. And then my other question I asked you, what did I what did I ask you? Now I've also. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Cool people that you've okay. met, or are there any like cool opportunities that you're like, wow, yes. I never thought I'd be able to do that, but yes. I'm doing it. Thank you. You have a good um, memory. Uh, I don't. <laughs> but it just so happened I remember that. <laughs> um, let me answer before I forget the question. Um, yes. Yeah, so as far as opportunity, well, like I said earlier, like asking has become like a big thing for me. Um, and just putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so through photography mainly, I've gotten to meet a lot of people that, not a lot, but several people that I've really admired for a long time. So, like, my first opportunity that I would, like, say is, like, oh, that was kind of a cool big deal. Yeah. Um, I got to photograph for, like, literally my favorite um, rapper is Swoop. Mm-hmm. Well, I have several favorite rappers, but he was, like, my first favorite. Uh, yeah. Um, and so I got to photograph for him at a concert, uh, which also inc- included Lecrae and a couple other guys. 
Um, and most recently, I got to photograph for Poets in Autumn uh-huh. uh, with like Ezekiel and Joseph Solomon and Genetics and Chris Webb. Yeah. Oh, that's so, awesome. And Preston. Um, so that was like really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and again, those were just opportunities that I felt like, I don't know, the Lord just put them across my path. And it yeah. was either like I can say something or I can not. Yeah. So I said something and it worked. So um, you just like email these people like well when, <laughs> i'm trying to wrap my head around this I'm like because i'm like man i should do a better job at just like hey you want to be on my podcast i think you're really cool i follow you on instagram <laughs> I mean, they might. um but for those two um specifically with soup and with poets and autumn it was um Literally was like they post they would post something on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like and I would see it and I was like, Ooh, Oh my gosh, should I respond to it? You know, like like Swoop was like, Hey, I need a photographer for my concert tomorrow and I was like Okay, and so I just responded to it, not thinking he would respond to me. Because yeah, because I'm sure a lot of people responded to that post. I, I, I don't know. I think so. Oh my so. gosh. And I had literally, like, this is when I had literally, like, just started. And I had never done a concert before. I probably shouldn't say that, but I had never done a concert. <laughs> <laughs> now you know super realistic. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, this is this is me. I just, I told him I had just started, whatever. And so this was literally on an Instagram post. Uh-huh. And he was like, and he didn't respond for, like, the, that day. And then the day of the concert, he was like, hey, you still want to come? And I was like, yeah. But the concert was in Birmingham, and I was in Memphis. <laughs> and so I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm going. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, I had no prior commitments, and so I just drove. got my camera and drove. How far to, is that? It was like three hours. Oh, okay. It's not yeah. bad. Um, and so and so that it was just really cool, and I grew from that a lot. Um, and Were you nervous at all? Oh, I was terrified. <laughs> I was very scared. Fortunately, the venue that we were at, there was like an in-house photographer who uh-huh. shoots all of all of the shows at this venue. Yeah. And he was very kind and very helpful. He gave me earplugs, which I'm forever grateful for <laughs> because I didn't think about that. <laughs> but I have earplugs now. Um, and <laughs> I have earbuds now. So. Thanks. <laughs> My ears don't hurt. Um, and even even receiving feedback from him, like after I posted some of those photos from that concert, he was he was you know impressed, and I was like, oh wow, that's great. That's so cool. Because mm-hmm. I would never think to do that. Like I just don't think people read those Instagram posts ninety percent of the time. <laughs> they probably don't. But I never like ventured to like think to try that and be like, okay, just like. What will you lose? So the worst that will happen is they won't respond. Yeah. And then you'll go on your merry little way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I just think it's important to, like, I don't know, just go for things. You know, yeah. it was like, this is something I really want to do. What are, the, what are the costs? Driving to Birmingham. Driving to Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pay for gas. You know, like, okay. But it was, to me, it was still worth it. Oh, that's really encouraging. Yeah. I feel like, well, that's very encouraging to me. I feel like it can be encouraging to people who are thinking about, like, okay, like, like just going for things. Because, mm-hmm. again, that can be really scary when you don't know. If, like, you, like you said, you never I was shot so a concert before. Yeah. Done was, any of that. Yeah. And when I got there, I was like, man, like, I knew it was going to be dark. 
But it was so dark. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know how to change, like... The lighting and the setting. <laughs> and the setting on the stuff. That's crazy. But, um, but fortunately, you know, I do it. I listen to some um, tutorials on my drive to Birmingham. And something Getting like all that. the stuff on the way there. Like, get all the knowledge you can. <laughs> so when I get there, it's like, okay, what do I listen to in the car? <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. So it, it, it turned out really well. And I, I mean, I'm just grateful. I think the Lord had my back. Yeah. And so, and from there, I'm like, okay, I did that. Great. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Now I need to actually like buckle down and mm-hmm. learn how to um, mm-hmm. shoot shoot, so I can do even better. Yeah. Because a lot of people say, oh, that was really good. And I was like, wow, for real? Okay, yeah. I can do better mm-hmm. now that I actually know what I'm doing. <laughs> there you go. So you do mostly black and white photography. Or that's what's on your uh, Instagram. Is that kind of the lane mm-hmm. you're trying to stay in? Or would you want to do like, you know. Color. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know the look. Term. I didn't know if there was a photography term. Sorry. Some yeah. Colors. Yeah. Do you want to have some color photography? <laughs> you know, like some red stuff. Yeah. Stuff. I don't know. <laughs> um, or is that your lane? Because I really like that lane that you're in. It's Thanks. cool. Thanks. Um. So I've always had a love for black and white everything. Yeah. Um. I used to get made fun of by a lot of my friends because if you look in my closet, everything is gray. Okay. So, <laughs> which I've gotten better. I've gotten better. I have some mustard and some burgundy. In my but she's wearing now. now. Oh no, she's wearing just okay, navy I'm dark black. My shoes are pink. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my shoes are pink, which I really like. Um, but yes, so I've always loved like that kind of like yeah monochromatic feel. Um, and I think that I started doing black and white because I feel like. Not that color is a distraction at all, because I think color does add yeah. to the beauty of uh, a photo, yeah. of an image. But I wanted to kind of like see, ch- I guess, challenge myself to see like what else could I portray if there was no color? Yeah. You know, like focusing on like the emotion of the mm-hmm. image or even the lighting and different things like that. So yeah. for me, it's kind of like a challenge. Like, how can I, what can I pull from this that, um, that can, what story can still be told even mm-hmm. though there's no color? Yeah. So that's I just good. Like, like, so I'll probably stick with it for a while. I yeah. really, really enjoy it. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Thanks. It's so, you're so cool. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to ask you too. So you just moved to Dallas. Mm-hmm. What 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 was like uh, kind of the reason for that? Because you've been in Memphis for so long. You love Memphis, mm-hmm. um, and you think it's been hard like reestablishing your business here, or is it since most of it's really online? Has that kind of been transferable, like kind of easy type thing? Yeah, um, so moving to Dallas, that decision was really based on family. Okay. Um, and even though... <laughs> <laughs> we have a photographer in the room. <laughs> <laughs> this is my good side. Uh, yes, that is your good side. <laughs> there you go. Um, yes, yeah, so even though Memphis became my family, yeah. Um, I don't know, there was just, just like this tug of like, I feel like being closer to my family. Yeah, I get um, that. Yeah, not that me and my family are just like so just perfect and wonderful and amazing. And, yeah. But I love my family. Yeah. Like, I really do. And so I'm just glad to be able to be like, oh, I pick up my nephew from school sometimes. Aww. Or, you know, like, yeah. you know, I watch TV with them. You know, yeah. just different things like that. Or I can drive two hours and see my grandma. Yeah. Um, which was also a big part of it. Yeah. Um, just wanted to be closer to her as well. 
Yeah. Um, so I get yeah. that. That's why I moved back to Houston. So, <laughs> <laughs> amongst other things. But yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So, family was a big part of that. Um, so, yes, I've been here for, I guess, a month now. Um, and it's been, I guess, it's been hard. Not like in a, not like extremely hard, but I haven't. I feel like I'm definitely not as established as I was in Memphis. Right. But I can see it kind of doors kind of opening yeah. a little. And Memphis is smaller? Memphis is a lot smaller. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, so Memphis is like... A big, small town. Yes. That's what I've heard. <laughs> that's yes. literally what I've heard. That it's that's like it. a, a big, small town. Yeah. That's it. It's like you go to... Like one... I think the thing that I miss most about Memphis is going to like Kroger. Yeah. And seeing like five people that you know. Yeah. We sometimes like, oh, I see people, <laughs> but but a lot of times it's like, hey girl, oh you buying popcorn too? Okay, see you at church on Sunday. <laughs> so whereas like here it's like you don't see people, <laughs> you don't run into people on accident. <laughs> you have to be people very, I don't know. Very intentional about um, spending time with people. Yeah. Uh, in a city like Dallas, but um, but it's so far it's been good mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, so I've just started to, like, kind of just seek out opportunities. Yeah. And, again, just kind of put myself out there yeah. as much as I can. I'll be in a in a artist showcase next week. Oh, I'll... plug that. This is a podcast yeah. you can plug things. Okay, I'm plugging. <laughs> <laughs> um, Actually, this might come out after that, but... It's okay. It's okay. Plug it anyway. <laughs> I just realized that. Just talk about it anyways. Oh, man. Yeah, what will you be doing in the showcase? So, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll talk like it's um, in the future. So, last week... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, called the Raw Artist Showcase. Oh, yeah. And it's like a big thing with like artists from all different yeah. areas. Like there's going to be fashion, there's going to be music, mm-hmm. dancing, photography, just all types of visual art. Yeah. And so um, I'll be one of the artists presenting that night. Um, it's at the House of Blues, which is kind of cool. I can say that I, you know, was... Was at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> did a show. I was did a show there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a part of this. Yeah, I'm on the list. Um, so you're doing your photography stuff for that? Yes. Okay, that's mm-hmm. cool. Oh my gosh, that's cool. Yeah. Is that raw artist a uni- So I think we have a raw artist in Houston. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it was last week or this week. Okay, my friend did. Um, what is it? Painting. That's <laughs> <laughs> <just> like. <laughs> Uh, what is it called? Like, yeah, like yeah, it's painting. <laughs> then painting there. Oh, that's really cool. And can people buy your stuff there? Yes. Okay. So yeah, so I will have photography there. I'll have um, some of my personal graphic design, mm-hmm. um, which is like a a lot of my personal stuff is based on scripture. So I yeah. have a lot of those things. And um, yeah, but that will be. <laughs> Before this, wait. It'll be after this episode. Then people can come come find you. You can find me. Afterwards on... <laughs> you have a website? I do. Okay, can you tell people what your website is? My website is lachellerobotham.com. And get your pens and pencils. It's L-A-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-O-B-O-T-H-A-M.com. Uh-huh. Dot com. Yes. And your Instagram name is what? Almost the same. <laughs> <laughs> Lachelle dot Robotham. Okay. It's my Insta. So just play this episode on repeat if you need to hear how to spell it yes. again. Um, but I'll definitely, definitely tag her. So that's really cool. So mm-hmm. there are opportunities happening in Dallas and yeah. big things coming up. And do you have any other big things coming up that people can see you at or not no, right now? Okay. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. 
Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and you still do branding too? Or you I still, do. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you need branding for any business that you have or any anything that is brand worthy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she yes. does that as well. And she's so good. Like seriously, I wouldn't have her on if she wasn't good. <laughs> she's so bad. No. <laughs> and she's so bad. No, I'm just kidding. She's great. And she's really cool. So if you're in Dallas, you should hang out with her. She's Yay. like super awesome. Um, okay. So... At the end of each episode, so we're getting to the end. Okay. I ask two questions. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first question is, if you could go to lunch with anybody, dead or alive, it could be a famous person. It does not have to. It could be literally your neighbor that you haven't talked to. I don't know. Anyone. Who would it be and why? Yes. So currently... I would have to say Michelle Obama. Michelle! So if Michelle, you listen to this. (laughs) I hope Michelle listens to this one day. That would be so tight. That would be so cool. I'll tag her. She'd be like, oh my gosh. We almost have the same name, but not really. (laughs) Michelle and Michelle! That is good. Okay, why do you want to go to lunch with Michelle? Because I just think she's amazing. Yeah. Um, I think she's very, like, I low-key feel like, she, we're related <laughs> like you know it just feels like she's i guess because she's so she's a she's she's the first lady i was gonna say former but she's first lady. um and and even still she's so just like relatable yeah you know i feel like if i saw her i wouldn't be this i wouldn't feel like so like oh she's untouchable i can't yeah. even even dream about mm-hmm. meeting her one day um and so there i feel like there's this this approachable aspect and also she i mean she just does such she does such great work um i just started reading her book which is amazing i heard it was good yeah i want to read it i'm gonna get the audible though because i'm not a good reader which i low-key kind of want to get it too because it's her voice and, oh my god we're really having lunch <laughs> and um and yeah i just think she's she's phenomenal mm-hmm. i think she's a great inspiration for mm-hmm. a lot of us as african-american women and, um, yeah, I just think she's awesome. Did you listen to her interview with Oprah? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did did I you did. like it? It was good. I did. Yeah. I, did. Um, I listened to Oprah's Super Soul Sunday podcast. Mm-hmm. Everyone should listen to it. This is a plug for Oprah. And, um, <laughs> I hope she listens to it. I hope she listens to it. They're literally my mom. Anyways, um, yeah, and so I listened to it on there. It was really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Michelle's a good one. We've actually yeah. had another guest also say Michelle. Hey. Um, so I forgot which guest that was, but um, yeah. And she's, uh, that would be great. So, Michelle, if you ever listen to this, Lachelle, Lachelle, <laughs> if you're ever in Dallas, wants to have lunch with you. Awesome. Do you know where you would go for lunch? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so, I don't really know about Dallas. It doesn't have to be in Dallas. It could be anywhere. Okay. Um, where would you go? Where we would, would you take probably Michelle? go, honestly, I'll probably be like, let's go to Ching's Wings, which is this place <laughs> in Memphis. It's like this kind of, kind of a hole in the wall, but it's like very well known. Yeah. I think like Drake talks about it or something. <laughs> in one of his songs, but Ching's... Best wings in Memphis. Okay. Um, and they're just good. Oh, okay. And I feel like that would be like... A good spot. spot to be like yeah. chill like, and eat good yeah. food. Okay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the second question is... It's not really a question, but it's if you... 
So think about someone that you like want to encourage that you like this person needs encouragement mm-hmm. and you're going to encourage them as if they're sitting across from you. So I'm really big on encouragement. I think people need it more in the world. And so I always ask my guests at the end to encourage somebody as if they're sitting in front of you and like tell them like tell them like it is. So do I say a specific person? Or yes. Just, I'm just thinking of a specific person. Yeah. So you don't have you can say you can say their name if you want to. You don't have to. Um, the goal is that you tell them to listen to this and hear the encouragement. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but if you don't want to say their name because of like what you're going to say in the encouragement, that's totally fine. <laughs> I've had people do that. So. That's <laughs> um. Well, I'm not going to say her name, but I'm sure I'm, I'm going to tell her to listen. And I mean, this isn't anything that she doesn't already know. But, um, yes, one of my really good friends, I think that I would just encourage her to um, to not be afraid to try, mm-hmm. um, to believe how good people say that she is yeah. and what she does. Yeah. Because um, she's really amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, to push through, like, the self-doubt or any fears Mm -hmm. um and to not be afraid of the unknown yeah um and yeah i mean she's just oh i'm gonna tell her i'm like girl listen to this (laughs) like i mean she's like literally amazing like Mm -hmm. she she's a singer oh she sings i mean it's like like angels I mean, sometimes people cry yeah. you know it's like and people people give her like special requests like girl can you sing this yeah because i need to hear that song yeah um and i just think she i don't know i feel like more people need to hear her voice mm-hmm. because it's just that amazing yeah and it's that powerful and even beyond her voice it's what's inside of her that i think comes through when she sings yeah that people fall in love with yeah and I just feel like that's needed. Like, yeah. just, it's just so good. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so just believe that. Believe believe what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. I could, I, I could feel it when you were saying it. Yeah. So, to the girl she's talking to, um, <laughs> please make an album or EP yeah. or something. Um, and we can even put you on the podcast because I trust Lachelle's opinion. So, seriously... That'd be awesome. I'm always looking for like people doing new things um, mm-hmm. because I'm always like wanting to encourage like people that are beginning and stuff. And I think people that are starting things, we all need to like hold hands and like rise up together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always looking for that. So yes, now that <laughs> I've heard, but I don't know your name. <laughs> you know her. Oh, okay. I do know her. Oh, was she your roommate? Yes, Cara Rogers. I need you to. (laughs) I need you to sing every day. Oh, okay. So I'll actually do have a side note. This is how good you actually are. So when I was in Memphis like four years ago, remember? And I'd be sitting with you, and we made you sing um, "How Great Thou Art." And she remembers the song. I remember it, and I recorded it. It is still on my phone to this day. (laughs) No lie, and I've showed people it. So, you actually are really good. So, hello. Take off. Hello. I can't wait for your album. Okay, awesome. This has been great, Lachelle. Thanks. Thanks for coming on the show. (laughs) And um, uh, any last words? Anything fun you want to say? Stick it to us. Just 
Stick it to it. I was like, is that what you're supposed to say? That's what you say at the end of the show? And stick it. No. Any last words or encouragement for anyone? Um, Well, I just, I'll just say I think this show is really great. Aww. Yes. I I didn't mean encourage me. Yes. (laughs) Because it is. And I feel like, like you were saying, I think it's easy for us to get discouraged because there are so many podcasts out there. Yeah. So many. Girl, who are you telling? Every time I ask somebody, what's by it's always something new. Yeah. Nobody ever tells me to listen to the same podcast. Uh, Yeah. Because nobody listens. So I just think that, um, yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. I think it's great. I think people need to hear a lot of the stories that, that are being told on your podcast. Thanks. And, and it's good. Aww. Like, it's actually really good. Oh, I still have some catching up to do, but I think it's really good. Oh, thanks. That really means a lot. Yeah. Well, bye, people, and I hope you enjoyed this episode with Michelle.